This episode is brought to you by KG Productions for Krishna Nose. Good morning. We are doing the Uddhav Gita. This is Uddhav Gita, chapter 7, verse 20. This Ishvara, one and undifferentiated at first, has his powers differentiated by time and appears to be of diverse form like seed, reaching fields, for he is the primeval one, the substratum of Maya, the component of the three gunas, and the cause of the cosmic lotus. I think we should do verse 21 also in continuation. On whom, as its warp and woof, this entire universe rests, as a cloth on the network of threads and this tree of samsara is ancient, activity is its nature and it produces flowers and fruits. Though these appear two verses but they are more or less the same, they are just giving us an idea about how the unmanifest becomes manifest. We have already seen that there is a second divine unmanifest where Krishna is there with his gopis. This is the second divine unmanifest. From the second divine unmanifest comes the first divine unmanifest. It is two, one, so on and so forth. When we come to the first divine unmanifest, this place, the Lord takes a form in a formless division also. Now when I say he takes a form, the form is still not manifest. Now when he is not manifest, that particular entity is called Ishwara. Sometimes it goes by the name of Narayana also. Many a times we also consider him as the Purusha. Now Purusha can only be considered if there is Prakriti at play. That means the nature. Only when nature comes into play can I say Purusha exists. Now Purusha's existence is balanced out by Prakriti. So both actually exist like this. So let us go back to this Ishwara once again. So this Ishwara, which is one and undifferentiated, he is one singularity. He is undifferentiated. Just like I dis- dis- just now dis- described to you that there is Purusha and Prakriti, a two separate entities as such. In this case, it is just one. Just, just imagine it is one. It is undifferentiated. Undifferentiated means there is no difference per se. It's literally like all rolled in one. Has his powers differentiated by time? So now imagine this is one entity called Ishwara and suddenly it takes a form like this and then there is a differentiation. 
just imagine this way when there is a differentiation let me just say that this right hand side of mine is called the power this on this side is just the ishvara aspect of it the power and the ishvara aspect of it this is not doing anything whereas this will be now starting to do something even in those people where they have the right hand and the left hand you know those who are always using their right hand the left hand is not used much except for very few activities isn't it it is just an example for you to understand that in the next verse there is a mention of how this wap and the woof is there wap and the woof is when we wear these clothes okay there is always the threads going this way and threads going this way two ways this way and this way hmm? this way and this way that is he is going to describe like that so let us see in the first verse which we are doing what he says the powers get differentiated by time the factor called time comes into play when time comes into play do you know what happens there is always the beginning and there is always the end so there is a beginning and the end always when time comes into play prior to that was infinity so in infinity can i take a fraction of time not at all because it is infinite there is no beginning there is no middle and there is no end so the previous entity i can't even call him an entity because there is no such thing as an entity it is beyond ishvara beyond ishvara it is endless endless so did you get this the second divine manifest or unmanifest as we call it is endless what else it is called by the second divine unmanifest is also called as a supreme divine person and krishna says it is also my abode and yet it is second divine unmanifest got it in some places it is called supreme divine consciousness also you can say whatever you want to it really doesn't matter okay so now let us see the next part of it first divine unmanifest we have entered ishvara uh, ishvara is now like this and then it turns into two time has come into effect so did you get this stage 1 stage 2 stage 3 so when time comes into effect there is always the beginning the middle and the end as well so the powers have a beginning and the powers have an end also so let us see it gets differentiated by time and appears to be of diverse forms the moment this power comes into play the power by itself comes in different different forms diverse forms what is the meaning of the word diverse forms what would be coming first the seed of the tree there is a tree the seed comes into play got it then 
we say na chicken and the egg let us assume egg comes into play then human beings still not existing remember that still not existing the human beings will come later a complicated structure isn't it <laughs> human beings are too complicated in nature so we will come to that later so there is first the seed the seed has come in being so he says like seeds reaching the fields so when we are taking the power this power is like seeds reaching the field the field the full field of existence now he is the primeval one primeval means primeval means the first one the one who got everything in place the first one the original one so he is the original one so ishwara becomes the original so this hand remember this hand he is the original one from him came this one this one is called the power and the power comes in play only with time remember that the time and he is like a seed in the field seed in the field and he is the primeval one this one is the substratum of this one this is called the power what is this power it's an illusory power called maya maya has the power whose power is it this one right so did you get it this one's power is this one called maya he is the primeval one the substratum of maya the component of the three gunas in this there are the three gunas sattva rajas and tamas so this maya is the embodiment of these three gunas i can't even say embodiment because from her emanates the three gunas all right so maya is illusory power i will give you one example over here the example would be something like look at the sky there's a sky over there so if i ask you what is the color of the sky you look at the time it is 7 am the sky is orange in color after some time at 8 o'clock time it becomes you know golden in color or yellowish white of white or whatever color you want to call it late in the evening it's around 7 o'clock or so you will find the color has changed somewhere in the afternoon it may become blue sky isn't it so the color which was orange has turned into a white of white is turned into blue and then at night again time remember the time at night it has turned dark black now think is this real is it real 
I introduced time factor over there. So we are seeing from the beginning to the end of the day and the night also. So did you understand? The sky changed. Think for a moment. Does the sky have any color? The sky is colorless. So color was one factor called attribute. We introduced time. Attribute also. Now think further than that. Does the sky have color? No. Does the sky have anything? It has got some objects in sky. Like the planets, the stars and so on and so forth. Even the clouds will be there. The sun is there. All this is there. I said think further. The sky has no color. Still further. Is there a sky? Answer is there is no sky. Sky is illusion. Is illusion. Is endless. So did you get this example? Ishwara, non-existing kind of a thing. We can't see, it's not there. I don't know where it is. To appearance of the sky. Then the colors associated with it. Did you see? Attributes came into picture. How? All because of this one entity called Maya. So I hope I have you have understood how this whole thing came into existence. The component of three gunas. The three gunas of Maya. I gave you the colors. Remember the colors? At the break of dawn it was red in color. Rajas. Afternoon or the whole day it was blue in color. Sattva. At the dead of the night, it was black in color. The color was black, so it is tamas. So I have described to you the sky in three ways. Tamas, black, red, rajas and white or blue. It is sattva. So these three gunas have come into play. And the cause of the cosmic lotus. The whole thing, Ishwara, from him came everything. From him came everything. The seed and then everything else. Now, the next verse is, like I told you, it's this way and this way. The warp and the woof. If you see a cloth piece, any cloth piece, let us take, one cloth piece for understanding purpose. If I take this as a cloth, can you see this cloth? There is longitudinal, huh? there is longitudinal and there is horizontal and vertical. Both these are there, like this. Now, if I don't have this, this way and this way, how can it be called a cloth? Now if I remove one thread from it, one thread, 
the thread is going this way isn't it and then one thread this way these are nothing but threads this way and this way it creates an illusion of a cloth did you get it this way creates an illusion of a cloth this is exactly how the universe appears it is unreal just now i explained to you the sky it appears 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 actually it is not there it is unreal and this unreal thing looks real and you experience it cloth mm, like that you know you experience the cloth you use the cloth for something wiping cleaning something like that or wearing so it's a network of threads and this tree of samsara is ancient activity is its nature primeval from primeval came this entity so it is how old unimaginably old when did it start no idea did it start some few thousand years ago no way it started god knows when right when it is primeval we have absolutely no idea so it is long long ago we say na in in uh, to our children we tell our stories once upon a time long long ago there lived a king and a queen something like that so long long ago so think like that now the is this tree of samsara is ancient activity is its nature you remember the change in the color in the sky now think i am looking at the sky can you see activity there the birds are flying the clouds are moving hither thither right so many things happening in the sky same way anything that came into existence will have activity as its base remember the seed i have just planted the seed huh put water and then you will find a sprout and then it becomes bigger and then bigger and then bigger and it becomes a tree finally so there is constant activity today if you go and see the trees don't you see that today the leaves have become some color tomorrow they are becoming some other color you know throughout the year entire day and night the tree the plants are changing sometimes they will give fruit sometimes they will give you flowers and so on and so forth there is a constant level of activity going on hither thither here there here there so anything that is in the domain of maya is always involved in activity now activity is also described in three forms sattva guna rajoguna and the tamoguna tamaguna is very easy to describe laziness <coughs> i don't want to get up i don't want to do anything uh, yawning 
you know person is always trying to become inactive that is also an activity laziness inertia not doing anything you know that's kind of things or all the wrong activities in the world drinking smoking womanizing everything these kind of activities which leads you downwards in the spiral is called the tamoguna rajaguna is all about activity here there here there here there running around running around running around. constant there is no stopping anywhere that means the person works 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 just not works there are people who talk 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 endless talking there is no silence in their life some people full of anger 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 constant anger no rhyme or reason in the bhagavad gita he says the reason is because unfulfilled desires so if you see an angry person i want you to think why is he angry constantly unfulfilled desires throughout the life the person has unfulfilled desires if i go to a psychiatrist psychologist or somebody like that brain brain fellow okay now this brain doctor will say it is not because of that there is something missing in the brain could be anger could be because of some disconnection somewhere or maybe too much of adrenaline too much of activity god knows some kind of thing will be there so and the third person is from the sattva guna peaceful calm smiling talking nicely taking the name of god activities helping people around looking at the world as an extension of god being in the constant company of good people we will come to that in the last verse don't worry all right so this is sattva guna so remember all this creates this kind of gunas also so this tree of samsara is ancient activity is its nature and it produces flowers fruits and everything we started from the seed so we can say it is going to produce some flowers some fruits and so on and so forth so now we are going to move to the next verse how does this tree look like we started from the root correct we started from the seed so now let he is expanding further ishwara when he becomes this entity which is dynamic in nature ishwara dynamic entity power maya and so on and so forth how does this look so we explained in this verse so we are doing verse 22 from chapter 7 of the uddhav gita it has got two seeds a hundred roots two three trunks five main branches 11 minor branches it exudes five saps it has got two birds nests on it three layers of bark two fruits and reaches up to the sun and this is a codex this verse is a code we are going to slowly understand this 
verse. Now let us see. There is this seed. Remember the seed which came into play? Huh? Now what happened to this seed? In the world of Maya, I introduced also three gunas. Three gunas, do you remember? Sattva, Rajas and Tamas. I said, Maya has got these three things involved in it. Now, what happens to this seed? It gives, it has got two seeds. Remember, two seeds. One is the good and one is the bad. <laughs> the good and the bad. You say, no, the good and I mean, no, no, we are not taking the ugly one. <laughs> <laughs> you're just taking the good one and the bad one. One is good. Good is the vice. V-I-C-E. Isn't it? And the second one is virtue. Which is better one? Which is better one? The virtuous one is the better one. The one who has got vice. V-I-C-E. What does it have? All the wrong stuff in the world. Right? So now, it has got two seeds, two on this side. Now, I am again going to raise my, you know, hands. Okay? <laughs> so, we have got two seeds. Okay? Now, don't mix it up with the last verse. Right? Otherwise, you say, oh, this was Ishwara at one time and this was Maya. No, no, no. Let us go further than that. So, there are these two seeds. Hmm? The seeds are virtue and vice. In this virtue and vice, what happens? Do you remember I told you the person was angry in the previous verse, right? And what was that person who was angry? I said there was something which was happening to that person. Unfulfilled desires. Isn't that word desire coming into the picture? Hmm? So the vice and the virtue has got so many roots. These roots are nothing but the different, different desires. You may ask me, just now we were discussing about Ishwara and Maya and so on and so forth. How did suddenly the seed become like a human being? This tree which we are going to discuss is about you. It is not about some entity outside. The Ishwara is also in you. Okay. Maya is also in you. The three gunas is also in you. Everything is in you alone. It is not we are talking about some entity, some god somewhere outside. And suddenly whoosh, the whole thing explodes and becomes something. No, 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 no. This is the story of you. God is in you. Remember these words? Right in the beginning we talk about this. God is in everyone. So God is in you. Ishwara is in you. Also the power is in you. Don't you have the power? You are not a power puff girl or something like that. <laughs> I am saying all powers are in you. You have got the power to see, the power to eat, the power to digest, the power to walk, the power to run, so on and so forth. You have all the powers in you. So we are going to discuss that. Right? So the roots... The roots of this vice and virtue are desires. All kinds of desires. Think about it. How many people have desires of different kind? Everybody has desires. I want this, I want that, I want this, I want that. You look at some object somewhere and you say, I want to own that object. What? If you have the money, 
the arrogance comes into play you see person who has money becomes arrogant immediately he believes i have the money so i can buy stuff person who has money immediately becomes an arrogant person he believes that he has the power to buy power to buy desire comes into play oh, wow this is so nice can i buy this they look at some nice property they want to buy that property they look at some nice girl they want to get that person you know you have seen all these newspapers are filled with it they they want to see a nice car they want to say oh i want to own that car the desire has already come in they see something else outside nice clothes hanging somewhere in the stores i want to have that clothes why the power of money isn't money responsible for many things happening this is that illusory power remember power i met people yesterday and the person was depressed and the person was completely demoralized i told him the problem in his life is connected to money no job he doesn't have a job so it is connected to money he gives money at home everybody is happy this is maya's work desire fulfillment everybody is happy he is also happy because he has a job he is happy because he gets salary he is happy because he gives money at home he is happy because his children are going to school he is happy because his parents are looking at him my son is doing something nice this is called those desires the desire to make money do you see how money brings arrogance in a person the same person who had no money no money was depressed completely down i don't know what to do i want to commit suicide all kinds of things are there fights anger upset unfulfilled desires remember when you have the money yum yum everything comes in your way food clothes houses properties woman gold everything falls in and the person feels happy but do you think he becomes virtuous on the contrary wise full of wise when a person has time in hand when a person has money in hand he will drink huh he will put money to all the wrong purposes isn't that what happens exactly like that so here we are talking about this 100 roots three trunks satvarajas and tamas i think we have already discussed in the last words i don't want to tell you further than that so these desires three three branches have come out one two three one is good one is activity based and the third one is the laziness based think about it if there is a poor man who is working every single day in his life what happens to this person he is earning by the sweat of his brow okay 
Do you think he has tremendous desires? No, the only desire is so that I can get some money at home. That's it. Is he going to be lazy? No. He's dependent on that little money that comes. That is why he's not going to be lazy. So the same person can become lazy if he has got too much money. If he gets a legacy, millions of dollars, millions of rupees, then that person will say, why do I need to work? I will just sit at home and watch television and drink my whatever liquor that is there and I will enjoy my life. That is what happens. So these three branches are there. Sattva, Rajas and Tamas. Then there are five branch, five main branches from which everything emanates. Okay. Air, water, fire, all those things. I think we have already done that. Eleven minor branches. What are the 11 minor branches? Remember, this is your story. Your story. So if it is your story, what is this your story about? 11 branches, 11 more minor branches. Eyes, ears, nose. Hmm? All these? No? Hands, legs. They are 10 in number. 5 organs of action and 5 organs of Perception. So these two, hmm? sense organs, organs of action, that's hands, legs and all those things, these together with that very important person. Who is that important person who tells you all the wrong stuff? When you look at some object, it is always going to tell you the wrong stuff about it. We make judgments on everything. It is called the mind, our great friend, the mind. We are always in love with our friend. Okay, where are we? 11 minor branches. And then, what happens with the eye? We see objects, no? Hear things. Smell. Taste. Touch. So these are the things. It has got two birds nests, nests on it. Who are these two birds nesting on it? In you, in your body, who are these two birds? In the Ramayana, it is Ram and Sita. Hmm? In the Mahabharata, it is Krishna and Arjuna. Correct? You know this. Alright? In your body, it is the man and the God in him. Did you get it? There is the man and the God in him. Man also means a woman. Don't say, you said man. I am not a man. I am a woman. <laughs> Understand? Man and a woman. The human being. The human being has a component of godliness in him. So that's God who is there, who is running this whole show. Remember that Ishwara at the back of that? Huh? Ishwara? Two hands. Alright? So these are the two things. That's the two birds nesting on it. Three layers of bark. The God distributes itself in the body. Okay. Through different, different ways of distribution. What does it distribute itself by? Do you remember in the two, three verses before we did something? Sushumna Nadi. You remember Sushumna Nadi? The brain. Sahasrahara, Muladhara Chakra, all that. You see, so the God inside is distributing itself. In that verse, 
we had already discussed if you want i will i will just recount that verse for you all right so you will get an understanding that what we are talking about so here the paramatma which manifests itself in the center of the spinal column this is verse 17 it starts over there remember that verse huh this is the same way so there are three things which happens one is he distributes himself in the form of the nervous system there is a nervous system which is there running throughout our body the second one is there is what is running in our entire body blood blood circulation happens so one is the nerves one is the blood okay and the third one is what it gives food and other things huh? and it is also responsible for the passing up of all those you know small small uh, things which will trigger of some action and so on and so forth okay it could be the third system and here in this case these people are talking about lymphatic okay then two fruits happiness sadness happiness sadness good the bad remember we started the good and the bad huh? like that the vice and the virtue one is happiness one is sadness like that and then what happens rich is the sun what does it mean by rich is the sun where is the sun sun is over there i mean somewhere up there <laughs> rich is the height the ultimate destination when we are reaching the ultimate destination destination means gone beyond by using these two the two are this human being and the paramatma they both work together and you can get liberated can go away we will do this last two verses also i think and if we are not able to do these two verses then maybe i'll do it in next time now what is all this vultures frequenting villages that is verse 23 vultures frequenting villages eat one of the fruits while swans living in forest eat the other he who with the help of the guru knows the one lord whose attribute is maya assuming diverse form understands the vedas there are two kinds of birds in this world one which is always going towards the wise the bad guy and the one who is going towards the good the good guy what is this bad and the good guy the wise and the virtue remember these are the birds who, who eat that fruit two two kinds of creatures eat the fruit one who is always seeing the downside of life and one who is always seeing the upside of life now we are discussing he who with the help of the guru knows the one lord whose attribute is maya assuming diverse forms as understands the vedas we are discussing about human beings correct every individual on this planet is a human being in front people are sitting everybody who is watching remember you all are human beings i told you human beings have the godliness or the goodness of god in them right now 
how many people understand they have the god in them hardly anybody understands you look at the people around they will be going to temples churches and all those places of worship and praying to god and the god is somewhere outside of them god is outside why maya remember maya she created this illusion where is the sky up there that's what we said isn't it sky is up there sun up there no 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 sun is reaching the destination so in this maya is the one who is making this illusion for everybody and what is this illusion you are a stupid human being you are not capable of anything you are filled with desires you are full of anger you are full of upset people are against you that is what i was telling yesterday that man everybody is against me my wife my children my family my father my mother he thinks the whole world is against him he doesn't have a job so the previous employer was against him he threw him out the whole world is against him they think conspiracy theory big conspiracy as if there are some great people in this world the whole world is conspiring against them i don't know what the world is going to get out of it but they believe they are conspiring now there are this kind of people they don't understand anything but there are the other people who are going towards the virtue they have a very great person in their life and that name of that person is the guru the guru is the teacher he teaches them things in this verse he says guru is the one he who with the help of the guru how many people take help of the guru you may say the people who come to guru take his help sorry i'm sorry you are mistaken over here there are people who take the help of the guru sort of but nothing applies in their world nothing that is why he says the person who understands with the help of the guru the whole world is maya illusion the person who understands this the whole world is an illusion the attribute is maya assuming diverse forms husband wife children mother father all these are taking diverse forms remember that person that idiot who said everybody is against me there are idiots in this world who say they are the whole world is against them so such kind of people even if they have a guru and they have no knowledge about this maya they don't have any understanding of the vedas but a person who understands the truth that this whole world is an illusion with the help of the guru with the help of the guru if the person understands that this whole world is an illusion and don't fall for it becomes a person full of virtue then he is called the knower of the vedas krishna here says there are two kinds of people one who goes towards the virtue and one who goes towards the vice the person who has the 
you know the greatness of the guru in their life the guru is the one who is going to point out things this is good this is bad this is like this this is like that but all that is illusory we started from illusion remember this you know we started from huh, ishwara and maya this whole world is illusion any person who understands with the help of the guru that this whole world is an illusion has understood the vedas he has gone beyond but even a person who doesn't understand anything and thinks there are there is the red color and the white color and the black color and this and that there are people who are good and the people who are bad and the is disillusioned by maya they can never reach the state of the vedas they are vedas vedas means in marathi you say idiots mad people they don't understand anything even if guru is there in their life and they still think that there are good people bad people good things bad things i want this i want that no vedas have entered that person okay that person is not virtuous that person is full of vice who is full of virtue the one who understands he who with the help of the guru knows the one lord that one god whose attribute is maya maya is that energy remember the power the power of illusions is assuming diverse forms everything is because of maya everything is to be attributed to the maya only this person he understands the vedas he is the knower of the truth ishwara god is different maya is different if somebody gets disillusioned by maya then that person can never rise in his life or her life never even if there is a guru in their life so if you have a guru and if you can dissect this out of your life and know only the ishwara who actually doesn't do anything it's the maya who does everything remember maya with its diverse play gave all those colors in the sky so maya is the culprit there the one who understands ishwara is the ultimate one who doesn't do anything is absolutely pure he understands the truth of the vedas so we have been able to complete verse 23 i will keep the last verse 24 for next time so i will see you all in the coming week thank you very much have a very nice day